Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. Hey, welcome to I Work For Him, the mouthpiece of the faith and work movement. Martha and I, we're your hosts. We are. <laughs> Just in case nobody knew that, we are the host. Today, Luke's the guest. That's so right. we're the host. That's right. So thank you for joining us. I'm so glad you're with us today, whether you're on Facebook Live or listening to this in the podcast form or on YouTube. Um, We have been growing our YouTube channel, so I just really have been wanting to tell you about it, let you know that it's out there. Just go to YouTube, look for I Work For Him, subscribe, and as they say, click the little bell so you get the notifications when a new show is out there. Ding, ding. Ding, 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 ding. It's actually down there. Okay. And then um, you'll be able to know when there's new shows that are out there, new episodes for you to listen to. It's a way to stay up to date and be able to watch it um, and enjoy seeing our guests so i work for him is i work the number four him or out there on the website i work the number four him.com they say that money makes the world go round, but i'm not sure who they are money is i think that it's a thing that could be used for evil and it could be used for good but money often leads to heart issues not heart issues but there's likely not one person listening today who hasn't struggled with the incredible pull and influence of money and what it does to their lives money may make the world go round but you can let your money manage your life or you can manage your own life using money but either way without money life is harder to live for sure so what do we do with this powerful influence called money and its impact on our lives can we use that power for good Biblically responsible investing is one way you can use your money to make sure it's being used for good. Luke Andrews is the expert on biblical responsible investing. He's here today to talk about how we can use our money for good and impacting our community for good through our investments. Luke Andrews, welcome back to I Work For Him. Thank you, Jim and Martha. Appreciate the opportunity. And yes, I you know me. I am passionate about biblically responsible investing. I love talking about it. And I kind of feel like this movement is growing and, you know, my heart is for everyone today, it's, we're not looking for something from you. Um, we, are, we are hoping to give you something for you, if that even give you something for you. You know what I mean. We're, we don't want anything from you today. We want something for you. That's the idea here is that yes. you're going to hear, hopefully, hopefully the concept's not new to you. If it is, maybe this is the time where the Holy Spirit gets you over that step to kind of take the action needed to change Pinellas County, the Tampa Bay area, and then our nation. Florida and beyond. Well, Luke, I think it's important to note because we're we're sitting here doing the show today and the election is still uncertain, yet I believe in the next four years, the church, the body of Christ, not the four walls church, because we've all been extricated from our churches <laughs> out into the community, that I believe the church is meant to bring healing to our country, regardless of who the president is or who runs the House or the Senate. The church is not going to change. The church needs to bring healing, and we can do a lot of that with our money, and biblically responsible investing makes it easier to do that. But Luke, let's start off the conversation with this. What does the Bible have to say about money? Well, lots, right? Um, I mean, even for lots, Jim, yes, that's, lots. that's my baseline answer. But even you go back to the Old Testament, and then you can look at it in the New Testament, um, you know, money, you are, I think you hit it a little bit in the beginning. Money is neither good or bad. Right. Neutral. Right? 
it's it's neutral, right? So it's 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 the action behind the money that determines, or the heart behind the money, as you mentioned as well. You know, where's your heart at with money? But going back to the Old Testament, money was extremely important when God was using David's finances to to build the temple. So, and then when then passing it along to Solomon and his his son Solomon, and and then when you get in that, so that doing good with money, that's a good example. Old Testament, there's New Testament as well, but Old Testament, that's a great example of doing good things with money. And then we, later on in the show, there's probably a, a few things we can tie into what you can do today with money to do good things. But then in the in the New Testament, Jesus was telling a parable about the prodigal son where he took the inheritance and he squandered it. So, you know, there, so the, money could be good. God asked you to build something amazing or, or it could be bad. You went and squandered it on your own self-interest. You weren't being wise. You were being a, uh, not faithful, but an unfaithful steward of what God has given you. So the Lord's going to be pleased when you're using it for wise and faithful stewardship you know, and then he's going to be disappointed, um, you know, when we use it for our own needs. So. Well, well, the bottom line is when we die, though, there's no trailer behind us full of cash. We don't get to take it with us. Even if it's buried with us in our coffin, it's still there because we found that out in Egypt. They buried all their rich people with their money and we all got it now. So none of that money goes with you when you die. So why not send it ahead by making that investment today? And that biblically responsible investing just turns the whole investment world, Luke, upside down yeah. on its head. Hey, today we're talking with Luke Andrews. You can check him out online. I invest the number for him.com. I invest for him.com. Of course, you can also look up Inspire Advisors online, inspireadvisors.com. You got that I invest for him website all up and running, Luke? Is it activated? Uh, yeah, I was gonna um I was gonna jump in there or oh, wait till you're finished, not jump in because I've learned. You can but yeah, it. the I invest for him website is really for seekers of what biblically responsible investing is all about. So there's no sales on the website, there's there's no products, there's no marketing. I mean, it, literally the page is designed for individuals that truly want to seek uh, what biblically responsible is, you know, where it came from, what it's about, you know, how what's involved with it. There is a link on there so you can connect with me if you wanted to connect. There's a widget on there and you can chat with me if you did have a specific question about something. Um, you know, but it is a great tool to go and just learn about the concept and the process of biblically responsible investing. So, but Inspire Advisors, that, that our website there is packed full of great tools and resources as an investor, really kind of taking that next step. The first step, if you're interested in learning more, is to go to iinvestthenumber4him.com to learn more. And then you can connect with me that way, or you can even explore more with Inspire Advisors. So, so you know, for almost um, seven years, more than seven years, we've been sharing your cell phone number. And now what you're saying is we have a new way we can connect with you. Iinvestforhim.com. Yeah. People can go there. If you, um, if you read through it, I love the fact that it's kind of a, a, a place that people can feel safe, that they're not going right. to be, um, okay, all of a sudden immediately getting all kinds of information sent to them. They can go and learn at their own pace and then reach out to Luke if you have any other questions. 
you know, I was reminded. But if you do want to talk to him by phone, 727-798-4188, 727-798-4188. In fact, right now while we're on live on Facebook, you can text Luke. <laughs> if somebody's listening, text Luke right now and say, hey, I'm listening to you, Luke, Possibly. 727-798-4188. And ask Luke a question, and we can deal with it right now while we're live. Okay, back to you, you Martha. Well, you know, I just wanted to give a shout out. I am doing a watch party with our I Retire For Him Facebook page. And I just want to give a shout out to those people, because those that are following I Retire For Him, we're building a community of people that are learning um, how to be biblically responsible with their retirement, not Mm. just their finances which they learn through you but their time their talents and their treasure and using them all biblically responsibly i don't know that i said there with a biblical a biblically responsible fashion way. that's right yes as we're editing our books we're learning how to um put our sentences together more properly you know more yeah, properly I can't wait for the books to be out. That's super exciting. Yes, so we're, we are excited about that. So I'm doing a watch party with I Retire For Him. So I just wanted to give a shout out to all our friends there that might be watching. And then I was thinking, Jim, about when you asked Luke, is the Bible full of scripture about... No, I didn't ask him that oh, question. Said, I said, what's the Bible have to say about the Bible talk about money? Okay. I didn't and load I was, the question. I was up. remembering how we used to think that we, we knew all the Bible had to say about money. And then we discovered there were 2,350 verses oh about God. money. And, um, you know, I just thought it would be a good little Bible lesson here, Luke, for people that are, we, so many people get confused by this whole concept of, is money the root of all evil? So why don't you just kind of clear that up for us? So, well, I mean, the the scripture, when Paul is writing to Timothy in Timothy 6.10, he essentially saying the, the root, the love of money is the root of all evil. And in love, you know, it's not, we're not talking about a f- love like Phila, right? Philadelphia, city, brotherly love, you know, this is your, you know, Phila. So that's like the emotional love. We're talking about what, what type of action is behind love. What are you doing with the money? You know, where is your heart focused on with the money? You know, are you living just to earn the wage? And I know that's part of what your ministry is about here at I Work For Him. We're, we need to look, you know, in Matthew 6, Jesus is telling a parable or he's, he's telling a story and he's telling, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and these things will be added unto you. Well, what he was essentially saying, don't worry about your food and shelter and clothing. But when he said, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and these things would be added to you, the things that he's talking about are your food, your clothing and your shelter. Mm-hmm. So uh, money actually is required to do a lot of the great things that believers get plugged into. Uh, if it wasn't for money, I work for him, wouldn't be on the air at this very moment. That's true. Sharing with what we're doing because of supporters that 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 are led by the Spirit to pour into I work for him or supporting missionaries or, you know, supporting your local church. I mean, money, you can do such great things with money. And you know, but as, as you grow and mature in your faith, your view on money will change. You'll realize that you're not, you don't strive for money. Seek his, his kingdom and his righteousness. All those things are going to be, he, the Lord knows what you need. He's going to take care of those things. Okay. But chasing after money, that is where Timothy 610 comes into play. And it's the, that is the root of all evil when people are chasing money. It makes you do things you probably wouldn't have done when you're chasing things. 
Hmm. Right. And why do we chase money anyway? Right. We we, we kind of feel like we have to have the newness of things and, you know, you, or the lifestyle of someone that you see right. on TV or, or, you know, someone that you uh, respect in your center of influence. Um, so you chase after those things and you lose the focus on what's important. So there is a warning of loving money. And, but, you know, at the end of the day in Matthew 6, Jesus says, seek his kingdom and his righteousness. And those things, food, shelter, closing, will be added unto you. Hmm. All right. Yeah. So, biblically responsible investing, the process, explain the process to us. And then I want to talk about how we can make sure that our investments are building up our community. So, so biblically responsible investing is, it, like you said, it is a process similar to environmental, social, and government. Right now, you're with the election and everything going on still, you heard about renewables and the Green New Deal and things like that. Um, essentially, you could build an investment strategy around a Green New Deal. So it's a process. Let's just use the Green New Deal for an example. We don't like it, but let's just use so that's with renewables, that's with wind turbines and wind power, solar power, electric vehicles, batteries, manufacturing, industrials. So um, a, a green power type process would look for companies in those industries and invest solely in those industries because of what they're doing. Biblically responsible investing is similar in the fact that we're looking for the greatest companies in the world to do business with or to invest in. But we're going to screen out every single company that might have one dollar of sales going to pornography or abortion or uh, alcohol, gambling, tobacco, um, human rights violations, anti-family values and entertainment. So biblically responsible investing screens out companies that don't connect or align with God's heart or, or the, the, the values that believers hold dear. And then we connect them to companies that are involved in none of those activities and doing great things in their community. So really it goes down to, do you want to invest in a company that uses their spare dollars or their direct sales to tear apart your community? Or do you want to invest in a company that actually wants to build up your community? So I share that a lot. You know, that, that is something that's been on my heart a lot lately about, you know, just educating and teaching. Again, this show is is not to... Um, to earn sales. It is, a, it, is, it, is a, it is a message show because we want something for you. You know, in our churches, we, we, we spend a great deal of time with Walk for Life, um, you know, uh, different ministries. Um, you know, there's Celebrate Recovery at, at our home church, at my home church, not yours, you're down in Fort Myers. But our home church, we spend, a, a, we spend resources, we spend time, we put pastoral staff, we get volunteers, we spend so much time on a wonderful program, Celebrate Recovery, that helps people break away from habits and hurts and hangups and addictions, whether it's pornography, alcohol, gambling, tobacco, uh, pills, you know, but then, so we're, we're, we spend all of our resources, all of our time, we're praying for them. And that's on a Monday night. And then on Tuesday, when we go back to our jobs and we are investing in our 401ks that have not been screened biblically, we're all of a sudden profiting from the same, from the same companies and from the same issues that we are just the night before praying for and serving and, and, and mm. teaching and loving on people to help them get away from their addictions. We're profiting from them the next day. And, um, 
you know, and then, like I said, and then same with Walk for Life, right? We, we, there are so much great things. People pour money into Walk for Life. They sponsor and then they walk miles to raise awareness for pro-life counseling, for adoption versus abortion. And then on Monday, when they go into work and they get paid, a small portion of their paycheck goes into their 401k and it owns Johnson & Johnson or it owns Pfizer, or it owns a company that's given directly to Planned Parenthood. So everything that they just did on Saturday to take a stand for life, for pro-life, for adoption versus abortion, on Monday morning, they're funding and profiting from the exact thing they just were walking for. Now, but Luke, Luke, uh, people aren't... Uh, People aren't doing this stuff on purpose. Of course not. Nobody would. And, and that's and that's really what we need to. We it's an education process. We need to understand. We're not trying to educate you. We're actually just trying to make you aware. Because when we first started learning about this four years ago, we weren't aware that that's what our portfolios were doing. But now we know, and it's and we don't want to support. The, I don't want to support Planned Parenthood. I don't want to support companies that want to destroy our community and killing our children is destroying our community but also supporting prostitution and supporting uh a, a sexual exploitation of people slavery overseas for your pe- for the employees that are making your pro- your goods and services mm-hmm. we don't want to support that stuff but luke how do we make sure that our portfolios are not destroying our communities but are building up our communities well that is well you, number one you have to be intentional Right. Um, you know, you have to be intentional. It's it's similar to we've talked about it before, similar to a home inspection when you're buying a house. You know, you would most people. OK, this is the vast majority. I know there's always an outlier, but most people would never buy a home without getting a home inspection. Right. And the home inspection is to help you identify the issues that you might be buying. And then you'll decide on whether you want to buy it or not. So so being intentional about where you're investing or even where you're spending your money as a consumer, that, that is a different subject for a different show. Um, but, you know, as far as biblically responsible investing and being intentional, that, that's probably the most important thing is, is being intentional about where you're spending your money, paying attention to what you're investing in, where the return on your investments are coming from. So, huh. so <laughs> well, it's just well, so much there. It is. And, you know, it's one it's one of those things. It's kind of like I actually I was thinking it when you were saying that, um, you know, it's like the election choosing who to vote for. You need to you need to do some research. You need to become aware so that you know what you're voting for. And really, that you know, when we make investments, we're voting with our dollars and um, making those same things. So it's what we don't know that we don't know. And that's why we love talking about this, because remember, it all ties back to where did the money come from? You know, we God God has graciously allowed us to steward the money because we're working for it, we're earning that living. Um, and that's where this all ties back with I work for him is that, you know, we have this this resource that God blesses us with and allows us to steward because of the work that we're doing with our hands, the yeah. way he's created us to be. And then we use that same um, dollars to make investments for our our future. And what are we doing with that? So, you know, I just, it's so good to tie that all back together and realize that's why we need to know. So let me, let's, let's talk about this in numbers because numbers really speak loudly. So I, I learned just the other day that approximately Christians control approximately $22 trillion in assets in this country. 
let's just use it as an approximation number. How much of that is in 401ks? How much do money do Christians have in 401ks in this country? I mean, I have honestly, I, I don't know, but I mean, you could probably say a good 25% of that. Okay. So let's just say you know, it's 25. So let's just say five, it's 25%. Five trillion. Okay. Five so and five, a half five trillion. and a half trillion. All right. So if there's five and a half trillion dollars in there, um, it, what did, how do we figure out how much of that money is going to support companies that want to destroy our communities and build them up? I mean, how do we figure well, that out? Well, yeah. Well, we can screen those things for you. We have the databases and software to do it, and it's free to the public. It's www.inspireinsight.com. You can go to our site there, and you can type in a ticker symbol of the stock or a ticker symbol of the mutual fund, exchange-traded fund, and within seconds, I mean, just like it's just like an interior search engine, but it's searching thousands and thousands of stocks. So just take the S&P, for example. The S&P 500 is the, the 500 of the U.S.'s largest companies, right? Um, 29% of the companies on the S&P 500, or roughly 150, are somehow tied to the abortion industry, or they fund Planned Parenthood or other organizations that, um, that support and perform abortions. So, so the numbers would be staggering. Most 401ks have, have target date funds, and that's usually what people stick themselves into. And a lot of them are tied to an index. So like the, the S&P, S&P 500. Like the S&P 500. That is probably the, you know, the most common um, index that target date funds and other 401k and retirement accounts are tied to, um, or at least use as a benchmark and, and invest from those companies. So that is, that's the large pool. I mean, you know, and I think, I think it's 9% of the companies uh, on the S&P 500 or somehow distribute, produce, sell pornography, um, you know, so, you know, and, and going back to what you said, Jim, I, I, you know, sometimes I get carried away and I, and I know I come away as unempathetic or if there's another word for that, um, but I, I should be, need to, to need to be a little more empathetic and understand that, I'm not coming down on anyone, right? Um, this is that's why I said at the beginning, this is not a. I'm not pitching for sales. I right. want something for you, um, you know. But I, I'm I'm more like the Billy Graham of biblically responsible investing. I only know one way to say it, um, you know. And I'm not a, a you know. So I'm not a, a, a preacher who tries to sugarcoat it. Unfortunately, well, sometimes that does Billy come Graham, across. If you're the Billy Graham of biblically responsible investing, why don't you do the invitation? You can get a hold of Luke at 727-798-4188. Check him out online at inspireadvisors.com or iinvest, the number for him.com. If you would like to see your portfolio's life turned around, if you want to see new life breathed into your community by making sure your investments Mm. are breathing life into your community instead of sucking life out of your community, you need to talk to Luke. That's the invitation we're talking about. 727-798-4188. Last word, Luke. No, well, it, it, if we could control five and a half trillion dollars through our investment accounts and we could wake up believers, we could literally change the way corporations and boards dedicate their assets and their funds and where they're turning revenues. They're not, these companies aren't making millions and millions of dollars off of pornography. Well, maybe they are. I have no idea. Um, but I would contest that I couldn't imagine Amazon. And any, any, any stocks I do talk about, they're not recommendations to buy or sell. Okay, these are just... And past performance is not a guarantee of future results, but you get the last word, Luke. 
Well, yeah, with Amazon, my point is, is that, you know, Amazon sells adult movies and then they sell um, other types of movies through Amazon Prime that you can buy. I can't imagine that being millions and millions of dollars to their bottom line. So if believers that control this trillions and trillions of dollars started making a fuss and going to their investment advisors and their 401k providers and demanding that they don't want to profit from Amazon, it will get the attention of investor relations for these companies and change will start to happen. $21 trillion of investable assets within the households of a believer, you could change the direction of corporations in America. You and could how change Wall Street. Sell or what they sell, who they support. Listen, we're not telling you to go dump money in all the churches and missions and different things to share the gospel. Just remain neutral on the cultural divisive issues. Get behind education. Get behind homelessness. Get behind, you know, veteran care. Get behind food for the hungry. You know, there's all sorts of things we can all agree on. Mm, that's yeah. right. I mean, that's it. As Luke steps off his soapbox, we just want to invite you to check out Biblically Responsible Investing. It's going to transform your life. It's going to transform your portfolio. It's going to transform your community. You've got an opportunity to make a difference with the dollars that God has asked you to steward. As And you work so hard for it. And as Luke said, if you're going to celebrate recovery on Monday night to learn how to eliminate all your hurts, habits, and hangups, don't support it with your 401k on Tuesday when you go to work. Mm. Amen. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers, and our workplace, it's our mission field. But ultimately, I, I work, work for him. him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit IWorkForHim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at IWorkForHim to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at IWorkForHim and online IWorkForHim.com. I work the number number four, him.com.